Hi everyone, in this recording I'm going to be speaking about this upcoming full moon taking place in the sign of Gemini on the 18th or 19th of December depending on where you are on the planet. Now first of all I would like to begin with the fact that you know this is a Gemini full moon and Gemini is one of the most notorious and actually the epitome of duality itself. And full moons have revelatory qualities to it, so they kind of shed a light on both sides of the spectrum. And this is where wisdom, this is where life experience and mastery of self has to come into play, because it is up to us to create a bridge or to balance these two extremes of the two polarities in such a way that they represent something harmonious and the full moon the revelatory quality to it the light itself is very important because when something is illuminated we can observe it we can look at it and we can analyze it with that much more clarity and gemini is also a very powerful mental intellectual sign and when something makes sense to our minds to the intellect, so to speak. Sometimes that makes sense means empirically we know the mathematical formula, it is logical, clear and makes sense. Sometimes it is more, let's say, Sagittarian of nature, where it may not be susceptible to linear understanding, but if any other part of our being's intuition, the higher self, higher mind, unconscious does make sense of something for example we have faith in something that's also just as helpful and revelatory and as i said when the mind does make sense of something we feel more comfortable and we basically can use that part of ourselves that much more profoundly and of course this will depend personally speaking on where this 27 degrees and 30 minutes approximately of Gemini falls into your sign. So the Gemini and Sagittarius axis. You can expect some clarity and a certain kind of choice or decision or simply making the choice of what you want to focus on mentally, how you want to see things, how you want to perceive things in that area of life where this activity falls into. Now, collectively speaking, this energy might manifest a little bit differently, let's say, because a full moon is always, regardless of which sign it takes place or what kind of aspects the sun and moon hold, they still represent a moment of emotional peak, so our feelings, our emotional world, even the more mysterious part of it, the soul, the unconscious, etc., is that much more alive, it is energized, it is active, it is flowing, it is triggered, provoked. Naturally, this can be in a positive way and a negative way, but, you know, whatever is happening in the world right now, we can imagine that collectively the moon representing the feelings, emotions of the people, the unity of the people, well, it cannot be that very positive because, you know, it squares Neptune. Yes, the square is not exact, so it's, you know, 
just a faint influence, but that might be enough because, you know, Gemini is the media, communication channels, information, or other relations with the other, regardless of who that other is or what that other is. Then Neptune in Pisces, the third deacon, and it just went direct not so long ago. That is the psychology of the collective, of the human collective in the now. And, you know, that kind of speaks for itself because it's full of fear. It's full of what's true and what's not true. It's full of aggression. It's full of toxicity. It's very, very chaotic, unstable to the point of actually insanity, collective insanity. So we can imagine that collectively this full moon is just going to amplify this a lot. And it can also be a little bit aggressive because it does hold a supremely harmonious aspect with Jupiter from the sign of Aquarius. Yet what is Jupiter doing collectively in the sign of Aquarius? It's fighting for freedom. It is revealing information about justice, courts of justice, legislation, legal matters, the earthly expression of the truth, if that makes sense. So it rebels people, it triggers people, it determines people to fight against the rules and regulations and the norm Saturn in the sign of Aquarius. And also the third deacon of Gemini is Aquarian. And that means rebellion. That means stirring up spirits. That means fighting for freedom of speech. Gemini that is fighting for the truth. Jupiter and Aquarius fighting for equality, freedom, equity, uh, the greater sense of justice where no one is left behind. Everyone is taken into consideration. Everyone is cared for. But, you know, the specifics of air sign, first of all, freedom of speech, freedom of the flow of information, the free flow of information. Um, no, not being censored. But at the same time, there's the other side of the story. Freedom of speech, of course. But what do we do with people, groups, etc., who deceive and distort information on, on purpose? What do we do with cyber terrorists? What do we do with those people who create fake news? So it's not very simple, if you know what I mean. At the same time, Saturn and Uranus are one degree apart from perfecting their square. That will perfect itself on Christmas Day. And, you know, that's a very powerful trigger and a very anxious awakening if that makes sense in itself so if we add that to the full moon collectively speaking emotions and tensions and especially verbal battles anything that has to do with sharing of information is going to be on peak chaotic battle uh, assertive mediatic warfare psychological warfare warfare with information so all of that is going to be part of the picture but perhaps amongst all the chaos, there might be still good news trying with Jupiter. Something to look forward to, a future that is worthy to be worked for, fought for, etc. So there is also positive motivation, including collectively in this picture. 
and naturally the most relevant aspect in my personal opinion is the sun is going to be conjuncting the galactic center as it illuminates as it opposes the moon so that is a fated energy that is divine information pouring onto all of us on a soul level and also into our minds gemini gemini can be seen as the gateway between the unfathomable and the fathomable and at the end of the day you know the sign of gemini is very very fraternal twins have always a very special magical and mysterious connection synergy symbiosis even between each other so this amplifies the ideal of fraternity of another human being being equal to us despite the fact that they're really not equal because no one's equal this is the duality of gemini and these this dichotomy this paradox still being able to exist in a harmonious way so we know for a fact that other people name whoever you want is really not equal to us but we can still embody the principle that they're actually equal because this is the kind of world and society and the morality that we want to live in and this in itself will according to my opinion give way to new alliances forgive moments of forgiveness renegotiations of stuff especially you know collectively speaking is against groups against people politicians so there is also going to be a lot of talks discussions negotiations and decisions made that certain bridges are after all not going to be burned also at the time of this full moon venus conjunct pluto so they're very tight together in the sky venus is going to stand still in the sky come to a full stop and then go retrograde the next day this is also really important because it's all about money it's all about value it is all about economic stability commitment as in contracts what we agreed to how we agreed to it those will definitely be changing transforming upgrading and that in itself will cause certain revelations certain truths coming out about the economic situation of a country the world a group uh organization etc so we will also have a moment of economic instability peak so naturally that will also stir up spirits and that will also be part of the negotiation of whatever is going to be spoken about because both this venus and uh pluto hold a quincunx with this full moon so that means surprise, unexpected, awkwardness maybe, or a shocking information truth coming out. For example, like the result of a financial economic investigation, what happened, where, with what kind of money, resources, or basically uh, what happened during the COVID situation with a big company, what they did. Of course, revealing corruption, revealing hidden manners revealing that which 
needs to be dealt with right now. Mars is in the sign of Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the law. Sagittarius is the power of wisdom in a sense that when Mars was in the sign of Scorpio, it was investigating, digging very, very deep, uncovering the truth. Now that the truth is one way or another crystallized, when Mars is in Sagittarius, it will use that truth, it will use what it uncovered, the results of its investigation, to change something, to liberate Sagittarius's freedom, to liberate to try and liberate something. So the theme of freedom, equality, fraternity, etc. is very, very much a part of this theme. Now let's take a look at what this full moon may represent for us individually, because that is also a totally different picture. This is where individually the trine that Jupiter holds with the moon and the sextile it holds with the sun well, it is very optimistic, it is really a lucky, fortunate, or in any way, shape, or form, a positive energy. Jupiter is very, very optimistic, positive, the planet of blessings, the planet of benediction. In itself, Aquarius is people, Aquarius is interhuman connections, Aquarius is also our hopes and dreams, long-term future, Aquarius is also our uniqueness, our individuality, that which makes us be apart from everyone else. And Jupiter, very powerful right now in that sign, because it's almost at an erratic degree. So it really wants to wrap something big up in our lives. Because let's not forget that Jupiter retrograded out from Pisces and went back on the path. So now it's returning and trying ultimately to move back into Pisces. But before it does, it has to wrap up big things regarding our future plans or that which makes us individual and unique. Try to force it out of us, for example, or for us to confront with a big truth in our lives, for us to resolve, let's say, our le longer term legal ma matters, our social status, Aquarius, something about our studies, our intelligence. It can do so very many things in Aquarius personally, but it's wrapping something big up. Because Jupiter won't be returning here um, anytime soon. It will come back in 12 years. So in that 12 years, we will be in this area of life, left with whatever is Jupiter is doing right now. And chances are, we might already suspect or somehow be aware of it, because this was the main theme from Jupiterian perspective, of course, of 2020, the very, very end, December 2020, and then all of 2021. So what is Jupiter doing in your personal life in Aquarius? Is it, let's say, dissolving? It is maybe purging out, healing your social life, if that makes sense? Is it eliminating certain people from your sphere of acquaintance, influence, your social circle, and then connecting you to those who resonate even more? Or, of course, which area of your life is this Jupiter in? The first house, is it something with your image? 
with your identity, with your instinctual self. That part of you which you're learning to master and discovering is it Jupiter is Aquarius, sorry, in your second house. It's something to do with your finances, economy, your value, self-worth, anything of that nature. Or third house, your mental sphere, learning, the mind, siblings, cousins, shorter distance travels, your, your projects of intellectual creativity. The way you speak, you communicate, maybe you're learning a foreign language, your interhuman connections. Or is it your fourth house, family or physical home, the place, community where you live? Are you planning to relocate, for example? Are you planning for a massive change or a breakthrough or an upgrade? Is it your fifth house, everything that you're passionate about, what you love? Romance, for example, are you seeking for a new love, a new romance, or a new passion, a new hobby? Or are you enlivening your inner child? Or is it your sixth house, your physical health, the service you offer, your daily routines, your daily rituals? Is anything going on in that area of your life? Seventh house partnerships, one-on-one -on -one contracts, alliances, associates, for example, or marriage. Is something going on in that area of your life? Eighth house, well, this is really complex, the scorpionic uh, part of the sky. Is something going on with your unconscious? Are you purging out or healing a massive trauma? Are you going through a massive life change where you transform psychologically, first of all? Or are you eliminating debts from your life, contracts, uh, credit, loans from banks, mortgages, is that your main activity right now? Are you cleaning up that part of your life? Or did you lose someone dear to you or something very important and you're processing the mourning, the loss, the unexpected transformation that went through in your life? Or are you healing your self-worth? Are you resurrecting yourself professionally so you can enter a much better future for yourself from a financial perspective, for example. Is it your ninth house, higher education, long distance travels, your connection with everything that's foreign, abroad, international? Is it your studies, your specialization, your faith, your religion, your philosophical path, for example? Is that where you have a lot of activity? Is it your 10th house, your career, your life path? What you want to do with your life, with yourself in this earthly incarnation? Is it the 10th house or is it the 11th house? Is it your friends? Is it your social circle? Is it your acquaintances? Is it your connection to other people? Is it your hopes and dreams? Or is it your 12th house, your long-term past, connections, people you had in your life very long ago or is it something to do with an ex is it something to do with your family your family's karma your inheritance is it something to do with your spirituality is it something to do with your higher self for example or maybe you're healing something uh, that has been troubling you for a long time for a, like a deep depression suicidal tendencies, certain emotional, psychological blockages that have been 
plaguing your life for a, lo a lot of years. This is just for example purposes. So wherever this Jupiter in Aquarius is in your own personal chart, that will represent the fortunate energy and that is what Jupiter is wrapping up right now this December and ultimately because it connects to this full moon, this full moon will reveal something or do something, manifest something important for that big wrap up that Jupiter is ultimately producing for us right now. The way I see this, this can be something to do with communication. This might be something to do with an act of generosity, recognition, a thank you or an apology that changes a relationship, maybe an old karmic relationship, for example. Jupiter is kind of surprising in the sign of Aquarius. And let's not forget that this full moon also takes place in the Aquarian Deacon of Gemini. So it's very, very Aquarian. That can be surprising. That can be a new soulmate. That can be a sponsor. That can be someone who appears in your life in any quality as a big blessing. So the blessing can be a person, sometimes even a total stranger. The community or the social circle you belong to your interhuman connections, that blessing can come from there. It can be like, who knows, recognition, honors, beautiful words, encouragement, information, new opportunities, new connections. It can also be, for example, something deeply fated, because let's not forget the sun is conjunct the galactic center, so that's the divine mind. And we have a quincunx, also with Pluto and Venus. That can be unexpected money. That can be a random, awkward, frightening or distressing situation, which might require you to go somewhere or enter certain kind of circumstances. And an unexpected blessing awaits you there. So whatever might be frightening, or awkward or weird, unusual, might lead you to a blessing in a very unexpected and surprising way. Like, let me just give you an example. You know, your mom or someone who you love dearly phones you that my car broke down, come and help me right now because it's really bad, it's really serious. You get a fright, Venus conjunct Pluto, you lost something, the integrity of the car or the value or whatever and you run quickly, and you resolve the situation, you negotiate, etc. Gemini, the expression of Gemini. And then, surprise, surprise, by coincidence, maybe the policeman, the mechanic, or just a bystander, or whatever, is the love of your life, and that's how you meet. But, of course, you know, this energy of this full moon also has a psychological effect, because it is beneficial, Jupiter, trying with Jupiter. Jupiter is our inner truth, our faith, our optimism, the power of our perceptions, philosophies. What we basically believe is what we generate and create. It influences everything about our everyday reality. And Gemini is the lower mind. Gemini is the practicality of the mind, the manifested mind, if you understand where I'm coming from. So that is very helpful because 
it simply empowers our greatest tool. If it infuses our mind, especially the lower mind, with optimism, belief, good news, or something to look forward to, you know, something genuinely hopeful, and hope is also a big part of this. Aquarius is hope. Jupiter in itself is very hopeful. The third deacon of Gemini is hopeful as well. So it will definitely infuse us with the power of hope. And who knows where that will get us. Or at, in the worst case scenario, that gift of hope will serve us profoundly through this December when we have a lot of turmoil in the sky. January, February and even March. So we need this empowerment. But of course, you know, it can also be a lucky energy. Anything fortunate, anything like a completion to be in the theme of the full moon, a completion, a apogee of something, a cycle, whatever might have happened in June or whatever you might have started in June comes to fruition, to completion in a very fortunate and lucky way. Or this energy can even lead us personally to a kind of wish fulfillment. Because yes, there is this full moon now, but not so long after the full moon, Jupiter moves into Pisces. In tarot, Jupiter in the sign of Pisces is wish fulfillment. It is a very powerful mystical energy when, you know, if our unconscious is filled with hope, desire, faith, well, of course, it will manifest as such. So maybe at this full moon, the connections, may they be like very down-to-earth social connections, this person, that person getting acquainted, or the quantum connections that connect us to that wish fulfillment. Of course, the full moon is squared, T squared by Neptune, but as I said, the exactitude of this celestial conversation is off. It is not a tight square, but still it's an operational square. So, you know, there is another side to this. Whatever this full moon will help us to do, or to decide, or to clarify, or to know, to see, to know how to get it, or it will connect us where we need to be connected. There is also another side of disillusion and perhaps surrender. Perhaps this is an unexpected change of our plans when we will have to surrender something else. Or simply to choose between pessimism and optimism. Neptune can represent the more pessimistic take, Jupiter the most optimistic take, and we need to find a balance between the two. And what we will find as balance is what ultimately will manifest over the course of December, January, February, March. Now also because, as I said, this is also very synchronistic. Jupiter and Aquarius, divine synchronicity at its finest display. Gemini is very, very synchronistic in itself. And the Quincunx, Pluto and Venus together conjoined, hold with this moon in Gemini, well, that represents, as I said, fated events through a synchronistic coincidental way. 
So whatever this Venus retrograde season has to do for you and your life, wherever Capricorn falls in your personal chart, this might be a very relevant moment. This might set the theme as well, because as I said, Gemini is the awareness, the mind. Then Pluto is the truth and the hand of faith. Venus is how we feel, the emotional part, the value part. Love, do we love it? Do we hate it? Or Pluto and Venus together, how do we judge it as value? Is it bettering my life? Is it disadvantaging me? Do I have power over it? Does it have power over me? So whatever is going to be the theme of your personal Venus retrograde season, there is a high chance that this full moon kind of delivers it to you. Either, you know, just emotionally, intuitively, let's say, or through communication information of what's about to come, or maybe the fated event will start taking place as in its integrity, if that makes sense, around the time of this full moon, especially when it's like a fated meeting, fated attraction, anything of sexual nature, Pluto, any crisis that might stir up your emotional world as well, the fear factor, that will ultimately lead you to some blessing, to something more positive, to a truth that will help you. And also with the galactic center, the sun conjunct the galactic center, it is nourishing, it is healing, it is basically like a divine upgrade, like a divine empowerment that pierces the mind, the mental sphere, Gemini, and actually reaches the soul and gives the soul this ability not to get lost in the duality of all. Duality within ourselves, duality within situations in life, and of course, the big, big duality that is splitting our world, even physically, legally, socially, politically apart. We need to have the instincts, the intuition, or the wisdom, or the the clarity of logic and ration to navigate in this duality. And when I say duality, don't even think about quantum physics and complicated uh, philosophies like that. Just think simply, vaccinated, not vaccinated. Centralized power, people. Russia, United States. So there are going to be a lot of twos revealing themselves even more clearly as we head into 2022. Two, two, two. So the, the power of two is going to be very, very relevant. And that two sometimes is harmonious, like partnerships, soulmates. Two functioning as a unit, harmony, symbiosis, synergies, everything where one and one is in harmony with each other. But there's the opposite of the polarities, where they are at war with each other. So, you know, vaccinated, unvaccinated, conspiracy theorist, non-conspiracy theorist, awakened, not awakened. So all of these are also judgments. This is the negative part of duality. And naturally, of course, there is the quantic side of it, where reality is truly splitting into two. There's the divine expression of that as well, so the philosophies and all, all, all the higher stuff. But as I said, we don't even need to go there. We can see the duality playing out so clearly in 
basically everywhere we look in life. So this galactic center right now is giving us like a divine, how should I even say, like an upgrade or a divine download for us to be able to navigate in the duality that is upcoming. You know, almost like a frog. The frog can survive very well in water, underwater, also in, on dry land. It's an amphibian. So we have to learn how to navigate in water, Neptune, and the conjunction of <laughs> Neptune and Jupiter in 2022. That's water. That's even physically floods, drowning, sea quakes, stuff like that. But psychologically and spiritually, that's a lot of emotion. That's a lot of illusion and everything in great excess that we're already used to. And then there's dry land, Saturn in the sign of Aquarius. Down-to-earth ration logic 3D. So we need every single skill to be amphibious right now. And I do believe that one way or another, that is what this full moon is somehow preparing us for. And also, I know that right now, being lost, not even knowing who we are, feeling defeated on all fronts in everything that we want to do, this is a big theme. Most of us are experiencing this in our own unique way. Some of us are really down and lost. Others are tucked into their inner world safely, but with very little external contact, while others still are using their preferred tool of escapism to navigate out from these very confusing, troubling, stressful, frustrating Saturn-Uranus-Square times. So I do believe that this full moon is gonna help us exactly with that, to find mental strength, mental stability, and basically enough, how should I even express this, trust in our souls and in our intuition so that the mind doesn't question it and doubt it, so we can survive these challenging times with dignity, so in a dignified way. So this concludes today's horoscope. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everyone's likes, shares, beautiful comments and support. If you'd like to keep on supporting my channel, you can donate on the PayPal link in the description below. With this being said, thank you everyone for listening again. And I wish you a magical and really, really lucky Jupiterian type of full moon. May you either be connected to the love of your life or may you be showered and blessed with praises, recognition, or the very, very best that the Jupiter can offer you. Thank you again. Until next time. Bye for now.